Coming up on this edition of the Golf Digest Fantasy Fix Podcast, we will look ahead at the FedEx Cup playoffs, which start this week with the Northern Trust. Welcome back to the Golf Digest Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Alex Myers, and this week I'm joined by Chris Powers, who is subbing in for Joel Beal. Chris, welcome. How are you doing? What's going on, everyone? Looking forward to my first uh, podcast experience. That's right. Now, Chris and I are both uh, at the Media Center right now at the Northern Trust at lovely Glen Oaks Club out in Long Island. Uh, Chris, what are are your first impressions of the course so far? Well, I, I tweeted this out, but it's obviously a 10 out of 10 on the pure scale some interesting elevation changes. The greens look unbelievable, and I just read a uh, Newsweek article. The players just had nothing but nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, it seems like it's getting rave reviews ever since uh, it, it was announced that this would be the location. It was originally supposed to be at Liberty National this year, but of course Liberty National is hosting the President's Cup a, a little later in the year. Uh, but because of that, it, it really is a, an unknown, which is kind of like what we saw at the Wells Fargo this year when they, they moved from, uh, from Quail Hollow down to Eagle Point. So, you know, with that much said, you know, we've got the top 125 or 120 of the top 125 teeing it up this week. I guess, um, you know, who does that favor, would you say, uh, when, when you have such an unknown? I guess you just have to go to the, the top the top top of the standings. You know, you got to figure a guy like DJ maybe gets it going this week. Matsuyama probably keeps rolling, but with such an unknown and a level playing field, you got—I think—you got to favor the the guys at the top of the standings for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely not going to be looking at uh, past track records here. As, you know, Patrick Reed is the defending champ, but he won last year at uh, Bethpage Black. Obviously, a totally different setup. Although there is a big connection between the two courses this week. Uh, the superintendent, Craig Courier, uh, was actually the superintendent at Bethpage Black for both the 2002 and 2009 U.S. Open. So certainly he is familiar with setting up a championship course. Um, but before we get into this week's picks, uh, what, what did you make of last week? Obviously you had the regular season finale at the Wyndham Championship. Uh, a lot of guys fighting for their, their you know tour cards. And also, though, a big name, Henrik Stenson, kind of breaking through for his first win since the Open last year. It was interesting. The the Wyndham is especially with the amateur and the Solheim Cup. It's kind of a forgotten event, but it's it's really fascinating to watch with all the guys jockeying for position. And then of course Stenson made and Ollie Ollie made it really fun to watch late on Sunday. Yeah. So that, it was it was a fun one to watch for sure. One of the, one of the better tournaments all year. Yeah, Ollie Schneiderjans, obviously a big up and comer. Uh, Joel and I have talked about him a lot. He was We picked him uh, on our Masters of None fantasy team. We forgot to put him in the lineup last week. We had six guys who weren't even in the tournament. So uh, that kind of cost us, but, but we'll, we'll definitely get him in the lineup this week as we uh, move forward into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, you know, Stenson is, is kind of crazy. He, you know, he put on one of the all-time great displays at, at Royal Troon last year, but he really had a quiet year. Um, you know, and, and the Wyndham, like you said, it's kind of one of those events that get lost in this, in this shuffle. Um, not a great field. So it was good for him to kind of take advantage of that, I guess, and, and get things going. But you can't, I mean, he shot 2,200 par. It's not like he, you know, d- didn't, you know, have any challenges. He, he had to shoot a great score, and uh, but it was good to see him finally get the game going. All right, well, I guess we will move into this week. Again, we are at the Northern Trust 
not to be confused with the Northern Trust Open, which uh, for years has been at Riviera Country Club earlier in the season. But we're at the Northern Trust out at lovely Glen Oaks in Long Island. And uh, Chris, uh, as usual, I give Joel the honors of going first. I'll let you go first. Who's your uh, top pick this week? I'm going to go with Stenson, mainly because he I was uh, the butt of his joke today at the press conference <laughs> earlier, but also because he has he has been hot lately. He a couple top 25s at both majors at the Open Championship and the PGA. Played well at Bridgestone, I believe, and then last week the putter the putter looked like it did last week uh, last year at Royal Troon, so I'm I'll, I'll start off with Stenson as my uh, my top pick this week. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that when he gets the putter rolling it's scary because we all know what he can do from tee to green. Um, and, and again, I mean, he was really feeling the heat last week from, from Snyder James and, and uh, he made that big putt on 17 and really kind of solidified it in a really nice two putt also from yep. the back of the green there uh, at Sedgefield at number 18. Uh, yeah, no, Stenson, uh, you know, after he did what he did last year, he was one of those guys who we said, oh, the floodgates are going to open, he's going to start winning. And, um, really hasn't been the case. In fact, the biggest headline around him this year was unfortunately at the Open when he, his rental home got robbed uh, after a practice round. Uh, so, you know, he, he hasn't had the greatest of years, but certainly this has been his time to flourish. He, we saw him win the FedEx Cup just a few years ago. He won two playoff events. Wouldn't be too surprised to get it going. Another guy who is the defending FedEx Cup champ um, is Rory McIlroy, and he's he's coming off, obviously, a disappointing regular season for him at least he does have uh, several top fives at big events including the open championship including the bridgestone including another wgc but obviously he is looking for his first win still and that's that's part of the reason why he is going to tee it up this week he's going to tee it up the next few weeks provided he keeps advancing he actually enters this week at only 44th on the fedex cup points list obviously only the top 30 wind up advancing to the tour championship but but Rory uh, did an event today uh, at Yankee Stadium. He hit some balls. Uh, didn't hit driver because he didn't want to endanger the whole borough of the Bronx. Uh, it's for Aaron Judge. Exactly. Aaron Judge only. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he did it a six iron uh, over the wall in center. It, it's some other pure irons. But, you know, he, he, he looked like he was in good good spirits. He, he said he's not 100%. He, he's now kind of finally admitting that. Um, but he also said he didn't want to go a year without winning. He's at a high enough percent that he thinks he can still compete. Uh, and, you know, he knows he's going to have a few months off after this, which he's excited to getting to. So he, he wants to kind of finish finish strong. This is a course, I mean, you go out and, and, and look at it. Um, the rough is so penal. Um, I know that the landing areas look pretty generous, but if you get into that rough, it is really thick. And I just think his length um, and, and his ability to drive the golf ball uh, he's, he would be first in strokes game driving if he played enough events. It's going to really uh, serve him well this week. Um, you know, again, he, he's a guy who we, we all know his struggles with the putter, switching putters uh, at, at Hartford with the, the five putters out on the practice screen. But, th- again, this is a course that nobody is familiar with. So I think everybody's going to struggle on the greens this week. I think that's going to kind of bring his putting up to the level of everybody else, if that makes sense. And. Um, I'm, I'm looking for him to have a big finish. I think that if he, you know, really didn't think he could win uh, and defend his FedEx Cup title, well, he wouldn't be playing. He would just shut it down. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't, you know, these aren't majors, as big of events as they are. I think the fact that he's playing and going to try to finish uh, with a flurry of events speaks that he, he's playing pretty well. 
we're feeling pretty good at least. Um, all right, so those are our top two picks. Chris, I'll turn it back over to you for your second. I'm actually going to go with the defending champion, Patrick Reed. Wow. I think okay. he's uh, – this is kind of Reed season where President's Cup coming up. Um, mm. He had a great a great run at the PGA, almost his first major. But like we said before, level playing field this week. And I, I think he's, he's playing at a pretty high level right now, especially with the President's Cup coming up i think i think he gets hot and maybe gets it done this week yeah reed certainly uh playing a lot better finally had that uh elusive first top 10 at a major and he made it a co-runner up in fact uh with a nice sunday obviously aquel hollow uh yeah you mentioned the president's cup we, we, it's amazing we got that coming right back to this area in just a few weeks it's really an exciting time uh golf around here and um we, you know, he has become Captain America. We have to see if that really, you know, if he carries over that quite the same passion yeah. uh, into the Presidents Cup. So Steve Stricker is just out there uh, on the practice screen, getting ready to play this week too. And obviously, he'll be uh, his captain. Uh, although, again, Reed is kind of the, the player's captain, yes. so to speak, with, with the, the way he handles himself. But you're right; he he needed that PGA just to get into the top ten of the standings. But he's certainly going to make the team. You have to think, right, Right. with how he's playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, my my number two guy, I am going to go with another big hitter. You already mentioned him earlier, and that's Dustin Johnson. Um, He is the leader in strokes gained off the tee this year uh, because he has played enough events, unlike Roy McIlroy. He's kind of been forgotten about, and it's kind of crazy considering how good he started this season. I mean, he was just unbeatable until he fell down – fly the stairs allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. At, the, at the Masters that kind of set him back uh, just a, a real disappointing season in terms of majors of course anytime you win three times it can't be that disappointing of a season and you still have some time to go he could definitely add to that but to not win a major when you come into the season playing that well uh, screams disappointment but again he's got four events to kind of get it going um, you know FedEx Cup uh, it's got Rory last year kind of did the same thing after he didn't win a major he came uh, to the FedEx Cup, won a couple events, won the FedEx Cup, uh, you know, taking home a nice $10 million bonus. Uh, can't hurt anyone, obviously. You know, DJ just was in the Bahamas with yep. uh, Paulina Gretzky. Uh, $10 million goes a long way, I think, in terms of vacationing, so that, that <laughs> couldn't hurt. But, again, I just like uh, the way his driving sets up and, and the way, you know, the unfamiliarity with these greens, uh, again, doesn't hurt him uh, as much as it might at a normal tour event. All right, uh, send it back over to you, Chris, for your third pick. I was actually going to go with DJ. You're right. I think he's yeah. uh, it's kind of like a sleeping giant with him. He's been lurking the past few weeks. He's top ten at RBC, yep. top twenty five at the PGA and Bridgestone. Yep. Like you said, long hitter looks like this course may favor long hitters. It's it's just it just feels like it's finally time for Dustin to kind of take that i mean he is still number one but kind of play to that level again and and he's never won the fedex cup so i wouldn't be surprised if he if he gets it done you know maybe like we've seen with the the past few years guys winning two events Mm -hmm. these next four weeks i think dustin is the guy to watch for that for sure yeah i mean you start get to get these smaller fields and all the big names are playing and you know you usually do see big names win in in the fedex cup playoffs and you're right you usually do see a guy win twice and that's kind of what puts you over the top and certainly you know as much of a playoffs as it's called it really does kind of come down to that last event and if you're in great position and you win at east lake you're going to win the whole thing but you're right 
Um, some of these guys, you know, it was surprising last year when, when, when you kind of thought Rory hadn't won the FedEx Cup yet because he'd come close a couple times. And, you know, Spieth won the year before, but, but you're right, Dustin hasn't won. Uh, Jason Day hasn't won. So, again, you know, it's not a major, but it's kind of in that player's realm of uh, winning another big title to just kind of add to your, your career resume down the road. You're going to look back and say, okay, you know, he's a FedEx Cup champ in addition to uh, winning the major championships and all that. No, I, I, I like DJ a lot, and, and it is kind of amazing how little people are talking about it because, you know, let's be honest, he was the clear-cut favorite for every event uh, leading up in, into the Masters. For sure, so, for sure, especially at the Masters. Yeah, especially at the Masters, yeah. So, you know, it, it, I think it's about time, you're right, that he kind of gets back. And you're, and he's shown the glimpses. I mean, at the Open even, I think he ended up finishing T20 like he had a rough, something. Rough, rough Saturday Sunday or Sunday. Sunday or Saturday. But he 64 yeah. on Sunday, cause yep. he, on Saturday, because he was right after uh, Brandon right. Grace. He almost kind of matched him with that 62. So, And then you mentioned the PGA. He kind of threw himself in the mix for, for a hot second there. So... I think he's close. Um, I think he's another guy like Rory. He's had this lingering injury, but it, you watch him hit the ball, it certainly doesn't yeah. look like anything's bothering him too much. Um, my third pick, I'm going, again, it's gonna, I'm going to keep beating the drum here. I'm going to, uh, with long, uh, great ball strikers who are not great putters, and that's Justin Rose, and who have also had kind of disappointing season. I mean, let's be yeah. honest, Justin Rose, he could have won the Masters very easily. Looked like it was in his hands until Sergio Garcia pulled out his first major championship. Um, Justin Rose lost in the playoff there, and since then he has done nothing. He's had a bit of a back injury that bothered him, um, but you see him out there. See him out there uh, just now on, on the, the practice range and on the greens, grinding away early in the week. I can't imagine the back bothering him too much. It's really hot out there. Suppose if you have back problems, that that helps you loosen up. That's for sure. I mean. You walk out. Rory McIlroy hit one ball today in the stadium, and he was soaked in sweat. <laughs> and, and he's in decent shape, so better shape than I. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but so anyway, I like Rose. Um, and again, another guy who's been brought down by the putting. Uh, this is an opportunity for him to kind of, you know, win a big event, not have the year slide by without him winning anything. Because after that Masters performance, I think we all kind of thought he's going to have a big year. And uh, certainly hasn't worked out that way. But again, another guy hasn't won the FedEx Cup yet. Uh, probably extra motivated to finish off this season with the bang. And uh, I think he he has a high finish this week. All right, who's your your last pick, Chris? For I guess I guess you can call him a sleeper. He did win this year, but I I do like Kevin Chapel this week. Mm. He's he seems like a gamer to me. With you know a, a great field like this, you saw him stare down Rory last year and Ryan Moore, but uh, yeah. ultimately didn't win at the Tour Championship. Right. He had two top tens last year in in two of the FedEx Cup events. I think I think he gets uh, you know he he heats up, and I think he's he's in the top ten for Presidents Cup standings for sure. He's definitely uh, right around in the bubble. Yeah, and yeah. It's, this is a big week for that. I mean, we should mention right. that obviously. This, this is your your chance to, to automatically qualify. So you're right, guys like him, guys like Reed. Although we know Reed's going to make it, um, guys like Phil Mickelson needs to show something, <laughs> we'll right? See. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a big big few weeks for Phil. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, and Steve Stricker kind of came out and and put it on Phil and said, you know, if he if he says he's he's feeling good, then I'm going to kind of trust him. So, you know, he's probably going to make it. it. It just you know, if he shot couldn't break eighty this week, maybe that would. <laughs> Gotta hope you gotta yeah. hope the, the New York magic That's plays right. in. The New, right. the, the New York fans love Phil. Maybe maybe that gets him going. Something's got to get him going at some yeah. point. 
but but yeah, so if, if he's going to make the team, that that probably rules out one of those last spots. So there, there's, uh, you know, making it into that automatic top 10 is probably extra important this year because there's not going to be those two captain picks. If, if one of them's already kind of slotted for Phil, that, that takes away um, a spot. Uh, another guy, maybe he has an outside shot being a President's Cup pick, and he's like like you, he's, he's kind of a sleeper, even though he won this year. That's Kyle Stanley. Um, won at the Quicken Loans National, and, and you know, I, I look at his performances this year, and they're all at, uh, his best performances are all at courses where the winning score was somewhere around six to eight under par, and that was the Quicken Loans National, uh, the players, and at the Memorial. And I think that this course is going to set up somewhere like that. I think something like eight under gets it done. I don't think guys are going to go crazy low here. The greens are just too fast. Uh, the rough is too thick. You've seen, I mean, a couple of these par threes. The 17th hole is a beast of a hole, 230 yards. It's downhill, but 230 with water on the left. Uh, this is going to be a, you know, it's a big golf course. It's, it's the third longest uh, par 70 that, they, that they'll play this year. And, um, you know, Kyle Stanley, one of the longer hitters and one of the better ball strikers. He's Great fifth, iron player, yeah. Great iron player. And also, he's fifth this year in strokes gained off the tee. And uh, despite having a nice year, he's still a terrible putter. He's, yeah. he's 170th in strokes gained putting. So he's had all those top finishes despite the putting. But, again, I think this is one of those events kind of tailor-made for him. Find the fairway. Find the greens make a couple birdies a day and somewhere six to eight under wins by the end of the week. I think Kyle Stanley is, is the type of guy who we could see in there. And if he wins, certainly we, we will see him uh, on that President's Cup team representing the U.S. for the first time. Um, all right. Well, Chris, this was fun. Good, good, Very good fun. debut. Uh, any any other closing thoughts? Uh, I know you, you're still the, the Henrik Stenson presser. Was, <laughs> it, was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm excited. I you know I love I love uh, events in New York. Fan, fans will be in rare form. Oh, they yeah. always are, and uh, it should be a fun week. New course, awesome course. It looks like should be good viewing on TV and in person. Yeah, definitely. Getting getting uh, looking forward to seeing how uh, the guys take this course apart. I'm sure they will find a way to do it somehow. They're that good, but. Again, it, it just looks like a beautiful course. Um, oh, we're getting an interview interview alert, Hideki Matsuyama. We didn't mention Hideki Matsuyama. We didn't mention wow. Hideki Matsuyama. I mean, again, it, we can't mention him every week. Right, he's right. Obviously, like you said, though, with the putting, it's going to be a level yep. putting playing field. We'll, we'll see how that goes for Hideki, who yep. certainly struggled on Sunday at the PGA. Exactly. All right, well, we are going to go check out what Hideki has to say, but thank you for listening uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't done so already and enjoy the golf this week. We will be back next week to wrap it all up and preview the final three FedEx Cup playoff events. See you next week.